T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back to the second guest show. Mike to tell you, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Avery, live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bobby J and I'll be on until 6.30 tonight, and then we'll throw it to the Saints Community Coffee Radio Network, where it will be the Saints Coaches Show with Mike Hoss, Saints Head Coach Dennis Allen, nobody of ours, Zach Streif, Assistant Offensive Line Coach, for the Saints at 7.30, Bobby and I return back to second guess, and we take it until 8 o'clock tonight. On our Oakwood Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, former Saints wide receiver now on television for WDSU, Lance Moore. Lance, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. What's up, fellas? Hope everybody right. is uh, recovered from uh, what happened yesterday. Uh, well, I hope so, because uh, uh, if you weren't, if it didn't put you to sleep, it put near did. Uh, Lance, you look at how the season ended, and I always think that that tells you a lot about your football team. And the Saints defense, you really couldn't ask them to do too much more than what they were, what they accomplished out on the field. What, what broke it down yesterday was your special teams failed for you. And your offense, other than the first drive, you just sort of sputtered out all across the board. You put all that heavy water carrying on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, oh, man, that, that was one of the tougher games to watch in the last couple of years. I mean, I, I went back to 2021 when Ian Book was starting. I mean, that was how frustrated I was watching that game yesterday. And you hit the nail on the head, right? I mean, what more do you want from the defense? Um, what did they give up? 43 passing yards. They had two interceptions, two short fields, and one, you know, basically return that put us right in field goal range. I mean, it's, it's uh, disappointing any time that you have some positive momentum going and, and obviously a season that's been so up and down for us. Um, you want to be able to end on a positive note, and yesterday couldn't have been anything further from that. Now, uh, Lance, and when you look at it, uh, it seems like uh, this is Coach Wilkins. Uh, this is the way they've been structured as far as Carolina, as far as just they're going to run the ball. They ran the ball on 41 of the 58 plays, 171 yards on the ground. Uh, that end up being like 84% of the 203 yards of total offense. So uh, I was kind of impressed with them, though. Uh, boy, they were coming downhill, and I don't know if I've ever witnessed a game I said, I wish I'd have been that lucky. Uh, Sam Darnold <laughs> completed just five passes, 43 yards, two interceptions, and he won. And I said, man, if I, that was me, they'd have benched me. I would have got skunked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, I'm, 
I, I, I like what Steve Wilkes has done with that team. Um, he, he really had them playing hard and pretty much in just about every single football game. And, and the one, I guess, negative that I would say about that game is they probably shouldn't have thrown it at all. I mean, the fact that they had the amount of success that they had on the ground, they should have just – I would have run the football every single play until we proved that we could just shut it down. And, and obviously we weren't able to shut them down. Um, Running-wise, we did a great job of, you know, taking the ball away and, and you know, limiting their scoring. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they they did exactly what they needed to do. I'm sure, you know, they watched the film today and said it wasn't pretty, but we got the W because at the end of the day – the stats don't mean anything if you don't get the win, and they got the win. You know, Lance, I was looking at, um, you know, you got to beat winning teams, uh, especially, you know, the perception. Uh, you know, and I thought that was an outstanding win considering we're Philadelphia and being the number one seed in the NFC. But uh, we beat only two teams, that being the Eagles and the Seahawks that finished the regular season uh, with winning records. And... I mean, I thought it was like this will be expected from the get-go. Uh, the Saints had not given up uh, what, 20 or fewer points, eight consecutive games. You look at the last four games, 12 points a contest they were averaging. Then you look at Carolina. So it seems like that our, our defense was finally living up to what we expected them to do. And I think Dennis Allen from the get-go. Uh, but th- that was not the case at the beginning. And then we found ourselves behind the eight ball and, and, uh, and, and therefore, we did not come out on top. Now, the question I have uh, for you is that do you think our defense, because we ended up being a top 10 defense. Now, we didn't start that way. We were kind of middle of the pack. Do you think our defense will still be on that level next year? Because past defense, uh, you know, going into next season, can you consider that, you know, you have this one hurt, that one hurt? They had no continuity, but they still, uh, when you look at, like, the last uh, eight games, nobody even threw for over 200 yards against us. It was unbelievable. This day and age that, uh, you know, we ended up being like third in the NFL, giving up 193, uh, you know, 93, 94 yards uh, a game. But uh, at the last four games, we were like number one pass defense. And you can see Lattimore, the difference he made. But Alante Taylor and then I think Adebo, he didn't play this game. But that's one thing. I, I was real impressed overall with our pass defense. And I think Honey Badger tackled better. And, and, and then Marcus May had a couple of games and he was hurt. The, 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 uh, didn't you think that with all the injuries we had, that we still played at an unbelievable level on the back end? Even Bradley Roby. Yes. His contributions. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, we had a, a defense that had been great the last couple of years and everybody expected that right away. Um, And it's, it's different from year to year, right? It's, it's not the same exact team. You're not playing against the same exact teams. The coaching staff change affects things. Dennis isn't just a defensive coordinator. He's got more things on his plate, not to say that he couldn't juggle the two different responsibilities, but um, it is different. And the fact that we had the amount of injuries that we had throughout the season, it doesn't make matters any easier. But for the guys to get it together and the second half of the season start to playing that type of defense again, it is encouraging to look at it going forward to say, hey, we started playing the type of ball that we knew that we were capable of toward the end of last season. Why can't we roll that out into next season? Now, obviously, health is paramount. We'll see what happens with 
the roster. Um, we're, we're in a uh, another off season of cap strife. Um, so not sure what guys will be back and what got, you know, who won't be back. Um, you know, there's a bunch of free agents on that defense, but, but for the guys that should be back, um, I'm pretty encouraged about them. And, and I think that we have the possibility of being a really good defense in 2023. Now, uh, you know, Lance, uh, what is your take? Everyone's got a take and you personally, um, uh, know Sean Payton, obviously he was your coach. And uh, Sean Payton's the, the hot topic. Uh, you know, we talk about the future of Sean Payton, where he's going to end up. You know, the speculation with the Broncos. But I thought it was interesting that uh, Sean said that uh, that no is uh, no team is off the table, and that he could uh, really looking at a new job. Uh, it could come about even within the same division. You might say, "Well, look where Carolina's at. They got a wealthy owner in Tepper." But uh, And he broke it down because this is true. And I know Bill Parcells is his mentor. He said, if we historic, historically look at this scenario, it happened way back uh, when Don Shula, when he left the Colts and went to the Dolphins. And then he said it happened more recently uh, with Bill Parcells leaving the Patriots and then went to the AFC East, went to the Jets. So he said this has happened not a lot, but a handful of times. So I think it's about draft capital, maybe with the Saints to get a return. And then you look at the different teams. I know that's good for Sean. He got two or three teams that want two or three teams that want you. Then also, well, we can get in a uh, draft capital uh, for Sean. That being the Saints. But what is your take? Or you think is going to happen? Because he always says this that it's a triangular relationship: the ownership, the front office, and myself being the head coach. And uh, I think that's not BS. But it's also about show me the damn money. Uh, Sean Payne could be the first twenty million dollar uh, a year head coach. Come on, come on. You got to be real on that. Yeah, he had to bring. Come on, he should have brought that up too. Uh, right, Lance? Come on. If you can be the, you have leverage. You could be the first twenty million dollar a year head coach. Well, yeah. I mean, it, look, it starts and ends with the money. I mean, we'd be silly if we sat up here and said, "Well, Sean only wants you know good good ownership and a good relationship with the general manager." Like, no, nah, that's that's kind of bogus. Sure, he wants those two things, but money talks. And anybody who does not say that there's no team off the table uh, would be silly, right? Once you start eliminating people, then potentially the, the amount of money that you're able to get could potentially go down. So um, I don't know, honestly. I don't know where he would want to go. Um, there's been a million different reports about where and why quarterback, no quarterback, high draft pick, no draft pick. A bunch of people have floated the idea of Sean coming back to New Orleans. Honestly, the only person that knows is Sean. And I don't know. I mean, if, if the team that he really doesn't want to work for offers him $20 million, I think he'd be silly not to take that $20 million. So, I mean, it's, it's really just speculation at this point. And what is there? I think there's five head coaching jobs that are open right now with potentially more to come down the line. Um, but it's, it's really going to be interesting. I mean, he's sitting in a pretty, pretty sweet spot here as kind of the hottest commodity right now. And rightfully so. I mean, he's, he's a great coach. Um, he is a great motivator. He is a great speaker. And he is a true student of the game that really, really understands specifically offense and being able to get the best out of your guys. Um, now, he was obviously pretty fortunate to have a guy like Drew Brees for so long, but 
we saw last year with a team that had as many injuries as we had and the different quarterbacks that we had throughout the season, him still coaching a team to find a way to a winning record. I mean, I think that proved that he is more than just the coach that had Drew Brees with him the entire career. So, um, before we let you run, before we let you run, we have like five seconds. Um, what do you think Lamar Jackson in a Saints uniform? You don't think the Houdat Nation would get excited about that? Here's my deal. Sean's the hottest coach. He's the hottest player in the offseason. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I like that, Lance. <laughs> Thank you, Lance. We appreciate it. That was Lance Moore, uh, former Saints receiver, now doing color analyst work for WDSU in New Orleans. We'll be back with more and finish it up here on our first section of Second Guess. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.